The door is closed. The production has started. Oh, he started it already. I just cut you off. Fuck you. Scoff. I held my breath for a second there. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the StoryWorks Podcast. I am your host, Zach Gosen. I'm your co-host, Andrew Hall. We are here to talk about the things that have kept me up at night for the past two nights in a row. Um, from the very mind of David Cronenberg himself, we are talking about Infinity Pool. It's his son. It's Brandon. You do not live in the shadow of your father, Brandon. <laughs> I promise. It's his son. It's his son. It's Brandon Cronenberg. You're your own person, Brandon, and I am ashamed <laughs> that I mentioned your father for your work. We are talking about... <laughs> Brandon Cronenberg's Infinity Pool, as well as his 2020 film, Possessor. Yes. Man. Man, these movies were insane. Wow. Oh, wow. What a trip in the fucking theater. We got to see Infinity Pool on the big screen. Yeah. That was intense. I don't know, man. Should I? I'm just going to say trigger warning right now. Yeah, we should go ahead and drop some trigger warnings. (laughs) Excuse me. This is um this is some wild shit. Uh this is some visceral shit. Very graphic. Um very graphic. Very sexual. Very sexual. Um very psychological. Very psychological. So yeah, just like trigger warning if any of that makes you squeamish. Yeah. It was an interesting experience. I didn't know um, how much to expect. You know, we were kind of keeping an eye on this movie when we were talking about it. Yeah, you, I, you I, told I me. saw a trailer for it and I was pretty intrigued. Yeah. Um. So I I started kind of keeping an eye on it. I was like, oh man, Alexander Skarsgård. This is what he's doing after the Northmen, right? Uh, and then you know, what a role to jump into right after the Northmen, man. Yeah. It's Mia Goth, you know, hot off the hot off the trails of of X and Pearl, yeah, and straight back into the to the mines to make Maxine. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, definitely a horror icon of the past two years. Mia Goth has really shown herself in the past two years. She is a scream queen. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's. I think I've said it before, but. Her personality and her voice, when you see her in interviews, is so calming. Her voice is like yeah. so high pitched. Yeah. And these characters she is playing, oh, they're just insane. Unhinged. Unhinged as fuck. And she loves playing that type of person. It's yep. great. Great. Man. Skarsgård was really good in it. Yeah, um, dude. He was excellent, but I mean, he's Alexander Skarsgård, so exactly, exactly. You get you get what you pay for with him. Yeah, it's it's really funny. Um, he was talking about receiving the script and the offer while he was filming The Northman. Yeah. So midst being freezing ass cold and yeah. in those like hard yeah, filming yeah. conditions. Yeah, he said that. Uh, he he was intrigued by it, and he was like, oh, I'm going to take this movie because it's going to be, you know, 
on a nice resort. Nice, warm, warm little... Warm resort. <laughs> yeah. And you're having a great time being pampered and stuff. Not freezing my fucking cheeks off. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, and then, you know, there's a scene where I'm fighting like a naked version of myself. And it's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Shit gets wild. It's, it's intense, man. It's, I think it's safe to say this is Mia Goth's most unhinged performance. Hi. What's going on, bud? This one? We're learning about audio live. What's up? How does this sound? Thank you, King. Give it up for 626 Sound. <laughs> just, <you> broke <laughs> oh man but yeah anyway uh this movie's crazy <laughs> yeah um absolutely bad shit andrew had to get up three no two times twice i was like whoo you're like my man can you hold my popcorn for a second yeah i was like <laughs> had to go outside find like just like a bench yeah mm-hmm and just sit and like collect myself. Yeah, dude. Totally fair too. <laughs> I had to look away, man. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. And yeah, but I I I loved the movie. It was so good. it was great. It's just like I it's so visceral. Yeah. That experience and being in the theater, just that dark room. Yes, the theater oh, experience. Like it, you know, it was great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I love that a movie was able to make me feel that. Yeah, right. But it just it's not like a great feeling to feel. Yeah. In the moment. The, the movie theater experience like magnifies it. Right, you're like, "Oh my god." Had we pro- had we been watching it like at home or something, yeah. I probably would have been fine. Yeah, right, exactly. It's definitely exaggerated cuz yeah. your senses get hi- your senses get heightened. Oh, absolutely. And the the sounds are just booming at you and and there's just some like really intense imagery and sound yeah, in this movie. Is. So totally understandable, man. <laughs> For sure. Um kind of crazy how it, this thing was like conceptualized. Um, yeah. I guess he's had it for he's been sitting on it for a while. Um seemingly, okay. you know, it's a crazy script, so yeah. it's probably pretty hard. Pretty hard to sell. To sell. Yeah. Um shout out to Neon Pictures or yeah, productions or what? I don't know their full name, but neon, neon. Um, they they did both of those. They did Possessor as well, and I think those are the first two neon films I've seen as well. Yeah, no, I don't think I've seen any other ones. It made me think of like a more unhinged A twenty four, like very much so. Fucking wild. So I guess the idea started with him, um, just playing with the idea of of a short that he had where somebody was watching themselves get executed, which if you've seen trailers, you know that that's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on in this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and from that, he took an experience that he had on a resort where there were actually like barb- barbed wire fences. Yeah. Up. Yeah. We're, I've been to, you know, I've gone on vacation. Yeah. Uh, because I've been, lucky in this economy it not in this economy oh, like yeah. years ago yeah yeah okay <laughs> um but i've i've been to places where it's like yo don't leave like the resort strip right or like don't leave the resort period yeah. 
Were there like big fences, like barbed wire fences and shit? No, I don't remember like barbed wire fences, but it was definitely not. Yeah, not like that, like crazy, but it was definitely like, yo, if you go off the resort, make sure you're like going like with a group of people or whatever, like like in one of like the uh, like packages that they're offering. You gotcha. know what I mean? Like, like, oh, you're a tourist. You know, on Tuesday, we're going out to... This restaurant. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Or like, you know, this night, we're going out to, uh, you know, this town where they have a bunch of street vendors and stuff yeah. like that. Okay. But like, don't go out on your own. Don't. <laughs> don't. Because we're not coming after you. <clears throat> no. Yeah, so I like how this movie just kind of played with those two beginnings and he just kind of smashed that shit together and here we are <laughs> yeah the idea of doubles and and i like that aspect of it how it starts to get kind of confusing like what's who's what who? who's yeah. who yeah identity crisis you know exactly i really like that um i just realized that another neon movie by the way is mm-hmm. parasite oh neon produced parasite yeah that is cool hell yeah still we, haven't seen parasite yeah we have to I love Bong Joon Ho, man. I just oh, yeah. I feel bad. Mm-hmm. We haven't got to it. So much things. So, many, so you know, HBO what? Max. There's so many things on HBO Max. I don't know what to it's do. It's true, and and we just have to watch all of them. We One have to. Another. We have to. We have to get a free subscription from HBO Max itself. Free to produce content for them. Now it's turning into a Cronenberg movie. Just like <laughs> shove the microphone through your arm. Yeah. Man. So yeah, the cinematography is good. Very scary. Uh, I love the, the tilts. Very, yeah, off kilter from the start. He's he's And they just keep doing it throughout the whole movie. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He's like, you're not supposed to be comfortable in this space. It just at builds all. it builds tension instantly. Yeah, for sure. I really enjoyed that. Um he likes to get real close to the violence, man. Yeah, yeah, he does. Man, that's what I'm saying. I had to look away for a second there. That was the first moment where I was like, I need a second. Yeah. So <laughs> you had said that, like somebody said one thing to know about this movie before you go in. Lots of fluids. There's lots of fluids. And also, there are, like, the movie... This I think it was the first movie that I've ever seen that started with one of these. It had a yeah. a warning pop up, like a seizure warning. Yes. To say like, hey, there are scenes with strobing lights in this movie. So if you're, you know, epileptic or, you know, prone to seizures, be aware of that. For sure. Maybe don't watch this one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, and that's it's a good warning. I was like, that's actually a really good thing to yeah. put at the start of your movie. For sure, for sure. Because it sucks when you're watching a movie and then all of a sudden it just hits you with like, yeah, and you're like, okay, trying to process this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, for sure. It's good that they put that warning out because it gets fucky. The filming, yeah. the the filming and the editing that they use. Absolutely. During the cloning process, especially, is fucking whack. Yeah, um, but yeah, there's so there's you know there's crazy visuals in that regard. Mm-hmm. There's lots of fluids. 
lots of blood lots of um cum not a lot of cum but there's some cum some semen oh god um and then there's this like you know red like gel substance it's goop it's like goopy you step into it um and it's all gross it's all bad it's it's a dark red goop and then once you get inside of it they like pour in like black goop yeah you also got a thing on your mouth that's like yeah your mouth is like yeah held open yeah he'd be like <laughs> we got to we got to throw a picture up yeah, he I'll looks try to. fucking silly. I'll try to man. find one to put like right there or something. I was trying to like the moment was tense, but I was also like trying not <laughs> to fucking like, laugh. He's so just like and his eyes are wide yeah, open. Yeah, and dude. he's just looking at people. Yeah, dude. And the lady's like, in, please. In. Like, and then in. he goes in and she goes, make this. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then that's even funnier because he's sitting there like Yeah, he's just Oh my god! I mean, it did capture. I mean, it was scary for sure. Oh yeah! Like, past that point, it immediately got frightening. Yeah, it was just initially kind of funny. It was just a little bit. It just gave me a little laugh. Mm-hmm. Just gave me a little giggle. Your one moment of brevity in this movie. Yes, and then it's just everything is bad. Everything is fucked. Everything <laughs> sucks. Fred Durst, where are you? <sighs> um. Any more notable things before we kind of hop in and, and discuss how um, fucking nuts this shit is? Just every, like, I, I thought, like, m- pretty much all of the aspects of this movie were pretty well done. Like, mm-hmm. the cinematography, like we already mentioned, was sick. The yeah. score was really good. Yes, very, very on the edge Very, of yeah, very tense and mm-hmm. unsettling. Um the editing is is very very well yeah. as well um the acting is just crazy like for sure dude like we already said like alexander skarsgard and mia goth but like even like the other actors too yeah um there's a there's a what's her name cleopatra cleopatra coleman yeah she was really Play good Adam. as as Alexander Skarsgård's wife. Yeah, it, she played the one person that was really um, like the straight man to this whole yeah. routine that the, yeah. that they're doing. Um, the dude that played what what's his name? Alan Elaine. Yeah, he was really cool. I liked him. I don't I don't know his name, but he did a really good job. All those, the group, like yeah. the zombies as they call themselves. Right. Yeah. They were all really good, even though they were all pretty like kind of caricature y in For a way. Sure. Most definitely, yeah. But I still really liked all of them. Like yeah. their performances were really good. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, great performances all around. Um, I, I just Mia Goths, I think, comes out on she top. She steals the show, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, her and Skarsgard are really just shining. Um but I think she's got that one step up above him, kind of being. Yeah. I mean, she's in control. I she feels say, like she's, she's in control. Yes. Um, it's a crazy dynamic, man, and we're gonna get into it. Yes. So now here, here it is. Your spoiler warning. Um, 
I don't know if this movie is still in theaters. However, mm-hmm. it's available to own digitally now already. That's pretty wild. That I, pretty I saw a trailer, like a commercial for it, that was like, own it on digital today. And I was like... They, maybe they didn't expect too hard of a theater run with how... It, it was a pretty limited theater run. Yeah. Like, it wasn't played at, like, we couldn't every go, theater. We couldn't go to our local theater no. to see it. They would not air that in Barberton, yeah, dude. It's a little too much, they say. Mm-mm. A little too cray-cray. Um, but, yeah, go check this movie out. It's crazy. And also, I mean, if you're in a Brandon Cronenberg mood, we're going to talk about it later. You don't have to completely close out the podcast. You can just yeah. skip ahead a little bit. Because uh, we're going to be talking about Brandon Cronenberg's movie that came out before this, Possessor. Also fucking bonkers. And it's not on HBO Max. It's true, dude. It's true. We've done it. We've broken the cycle. We must be better. We must. We must do better. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. Possessor's on Hulu. And it's uncut. Yeah, it is. And it and it is. Um so yeah, go watch Possessor too cuz we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Anyway, here's your spoiler warning. Okay, bye. It's gone now. It's a spoiler warning and it's gone. See you later, bucko. All right, man. Let's uh let's get into this. All right. Where to start? How did you feel about Skarsgård's character up until like crazy shit started happening? I, I was trying to get a grasp on him, but he just seemed maybe distant is the word. Yeah, he seems like somebody who is just kind of like writing on his coattails a little bit. Yeah. Like he he's an author, but he wrote a, you know, he wrote one book 6 years ago and he hasn't written another one since. Yeah. He says he has writer's block, but it seems like he's just taking a vacation. Yeah. He We just got to be here another week. Come on. He married the daughter of his publisher, so he's like got money now. Yep. And I'm sure there's pressure to write this book. Uh they don't really talk about the relationship too much other than the fact that the father hates Skarsgård's yeah. character. He hates it. the father hates uh writers in general yeah because he's a publisher yeah Mm -hmm. um and so his daughter did the one thing that he hated and married the first writer that she met yep and they like make that a point in the movie to where like yeah he just kind of is emasculated constantly like they yeah. when he meets Mia Goth's character and um Elaine what's Mia Goth's character's name? Oh shit. She is Gabby. Gabby. That's right. So when he meets Gabby and Elaine mm-hmm. and they're all talking and you know Gabby's like oh, oh, oh you wrote a book. I loved it. Oh. I loved you. I loved your book. I loved your book, James. Um Elaine is like, so what do you do for money? Yeah. And his wife is like, oh, well, he married rich. And then, like, later on, they, like, keep making fun of him. Like, saying that, like, he doesn't really have talent. Like, Elaine is like, so, like, why are you with him? Yeah, dude. 
And it's like, he just isn't, you know, doing anything with his life, really. Mm-hmm. Now that he's like got, he's married rich and he has money, he's just kind of existing. Coasting. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of the vibe that I got from his character at the beginning. Okay, gotcha. And it feels like he's he's just like dissociating, dude. Yeah. Hard. And you kind of get that feeling because a lot of like, Cronenberg is like, he does the opposite of of what you would think when you see somebody looking towards one frame. There's typically amount of an amount of lead room for them to be looking with their eyeline into a direction. Yeah, he's got them with the frame right here, and there's so much backspace. Yeah, and that just makes me think that they're constantly distant and they're constantly, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe just like removed. Removed. Yeah, that's a good that's a good way to put it. Um, so really interesting. I mean, he does that a lot. Like I, I don't think there's ever. I mean, there's symmetrical shots, but if there's like a close-up, yeah. it's always that That's, distant yeah. feeling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, no, it's super cool. Like like we said, the cinematography in this movie is top-notch. Very good. We've we've seen um we've seen a couple good movies recently where, you know, they're really speaking that language with the camera. Yes. It's not just, you know, get this medium shot out of the way, get this close-up mm-hmm. out of the way. You're there's telling real intention. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're telling stories with the shots you're getting. It's not just using the camera as a camera. Exactly. Yeah. It for becomes sure. a, a storytelling device. Yeah, most definitely. Um, so, like, I think of Knock at the Cabin, how he loved those close-ups, and now he liked to get so close. Yeah. So does Cronenberg. Yeah. He gets closer. Yeah. He's like, I want to see your pores as this knife goes into you. Like, it's fucking nuts. The st- like the the stomach scene with like the shirt with like the cutout. Yeah, dude, that that gave me some fucking like midsummer vibes. How that robe look? Yeah, that they get executed in, especially it's with like the a very traditional cutout. robe kind of. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Skarsgård still has a six pack from uh, from Northman. He can't get rid of it. <laughs> he can't get rid. It's it's, it's permanently just permanently there. It's just here now. Come on, check it out. It's about to get mutilated. Here's a 13-year-old boy with a knife. What a scary scene. So it's like, yeah, the, the crime happens. Before that, the film immediately sets up Mia Goth's superiority yeah. to Alexander Skarsgård. And let me tell you, dude, he sits on these scenes. He sits on them. So, yeah, they, you know, they meet uh, M and uh, James they meet Gabby and Elaine, and then you know they're they go to dinner together, and then one day they're like, "Oh, well, we're gonna pay one of the employees. We're rich. We can do whatever we want, and we're gonna rent his car, and we're gonna go out. We we know this little cove area where we can, you know, get some sun, you know, swim in some water, drink some beer, you know, stuff that we can't do in the resort. Yeah, for real." <laughs> let's let's leave the barbed wired fence. So they do that. Alexander Skarsgård's character is like, "Yeah, let's let's go. Let's, like, yeah, go. let's go." And and M is like, "Uh, we don't know these people." Yeah. He's like, "She likes my book." And she no, dude, she literally says like, "I'm glad you have your fan club now." And or like, like, "I'm glad you found your fan club." Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, me too, dude." <laughs> um, 
So then, yeah, they go to this, like, beach cove, and they just get fucking wasted. Absolutely plastered. And then they get ready to leave, and Elaine is like, oh, I am so fucking drunk. And uh, Jake James is just like, well, I'll drive then. It's fine. Hold on, before the, we're skipping over. Oh, Very shit. important scene. How, it's essential. Oh, to how plot. could I? How could I forget this scene? It's almost like I've mentally blocked it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's it's almost as if my trauma response has just <laughs> removed it from my head. No, no, it's it's the di- it's the power dynamic. It's true. It's true. It's a critical scene to the plot. So anyway, they're no they're actually it. hanging out, getting drunk, and James is like, "Oh man, I gotta go take a fucking piss." The pop on that <laughs> piss. I gotta go. You know. Drain the lizard, if you will. You drain that main vein. Oh, it's so and, <laughs> and so he goes to do that, and while he's doing that, who appears behind him but Gabby, Mia Little Goth herself. Gabby. Uh, Her head just like comes around his shoulder, dude. And then um there's no polite way to put it. She jerks him off. Oh, I'm about to jerk off. Oh, fuck. I hope I don't jack off. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, It's like 30 seconds. Dude, no. It's, it's, it's like maybe gotta, a minute. I was going to say, it's got to be more than 30 seconds. There's she, no oh, dude, he's just like, he's dead ass just taking and a He's piss. just standing there. And then you just see her moving. And he's getting brain blasted. Yeah. And then he just goes, and then you just see the ground, and and this movie falls into a a a short list of films where the main guy comes, and you see the come. We got that, we got the lighthouse, and we got the Green Knight. From what I know, yeah. Um, so, so Skarsgård, we're shipping you an award, a plaque, titled um, "Man Who Comes on Screen." You made it. You've done it. You're in the big leagues now, kid. Yeah, no. He read. That he he saw that he was going to be in a nice, warm space for the script, and then he opened the script and got five pages in. It was like, oh, and it was like, oh, I get jerked off. I'm getting I'm jerked. Be- I would like to become an executive producer for this film. <laughs> oh sure, sure. Okay, yeah. Sign me a check. Here's fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Fucking hilarious. But um, yeah, so that happens. That's critical to the plot. And it, then she, and then so yeah, he comes, and then she just walks away. No words. No nothing. words are spoken. It's like the biggest power move. And then ever. yeah, he comes back, and he's like stun locked for the rest of the night. And then he's like, "Yeah, I'll drive the car home." He's still he's still uh damaged from that nut, dude. He can't he can't like, focus. It's it is the most intense post nut clarity. Oh my god, dude. Stop. It's so bad. It's so bad. Um and then, and then Mia Goth cuddles up. Yeah. Um Gabby's character cuddles up with M she in the back. She gets in the back and it's just like, like this oh. is terrible, dude. It's insane. Uh so yeah, then they start driving home. It's fine. Uh, lights start going out. 
It's fine. Uh, man walks out onto road. It's not fine. Stay in the car. <laughs> Stay in the car. They instantly get out of the car. Everybody gets out of the car. Uh, turns out they've hit and killed a man. Yeah, dude. And James and uh, M are like, well, we got to call the cops. Mm-hmm. And then Gabby, like, her her switch, like, flips. Yeah. She's, like, sure. instantly sober. Yeah. She's like, no, we can't call the cops. You need to get back in the car now. If we call the, if she looks at M and she's like, if we call the cops, they're going to just rape us forever. And they're going to kill them. This is a, yeah, there's, they don't, they don't do prisons here are not, are not safe. Yeah. Um, and she just tells, she's like, everybody get back in the car. Now we're leaving. Elaine is driving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they get back to the, you know, resort. They like lie and say that they accidentally stumbled outside and they get let back in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the next morning. Knock, knock, knock. Soldiers immediately. Knock, knock. It's the fucking military police. Oh, my God. You need to come with us. And then you're like, okay, here, here it comes. It's about yeah. to be fucking. I mean, it felt like that when he hit the guy, but once they're bringing him in, everything's so cold. Yes, the, the colors are so fucking just like dull. Blue. Yeah. M is like hyperventilating in the back seat of the car. Yeah. No, they're not answering them. They're just plain face fucking driving there and then they get there i love how fast this scene goes it's like it's like as it's as disorienting as if you were alex scanner scars yeah um you're just being it's like you're so out of it as you're being like yeah knock 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 get in the car we're there and dude doesn't repeat himself when he's like explaining these crazy laws yeah he's like so yeah um the we have this tradition here in latoka uh, where the if you are convicted of murder, um, the penalty is is execution by the firstborn son of the victim. And they're like, oh yeah, and if the, and if they have no firstborn sons, then the state carries it out. Um, however, yeah, he did have two sons, a ten year old and a thirteen year old. So you'll be killed by the thirteen year old. Dude, it's so fucked up. And Alexander and James is just like, <sighs> what? Yeah, for real. What? That that can't be. And, and, and the so dude's good. Like, like his facial expressions, his yeah. acting is just incredible. And he's just like, sense. nope, there's no way out of this. You're going to die. However, because you know tourism is such a drastic part of our economy at this point uh we've put in this law into effect uh where you can go through a doubling process we make a double of you uh for like a significant sum of money just a lot of money and it has your memories And it stands in for you at your execution. And you also have to, you have to be present at the execution. Non-negotiable. You have to watch yourself get killed. Jesus, man. And he's like, what are you talking about? What? 
and the detective is just like, do you want to die? <laughs> yeah, it's simple. Yeah. And he's like, no. And he's like, okay, then sign this paper. What the fuck else are you going to do, you know? It's crazy. And that's when we get the scene of him. He gets, like, the the cap put on his head. Yeah. He gets the thing put in his mouth. Uncomfortable process. He gets told to go stand in the thing, like, make this. Mm-hmm. And, scene gets crazy. And then this is, this is one of the flashing lights segments. Yeah. This is where it gets, like, super experimental looking. It's... Just the visuals that are shown are so fast. Everything's merging together. It's like, so disorienting. There's like a 3D model of a person yeah. that is being constructed. Um, we're getting like shots of James, shots of Gabby. Yeah. Um, it's just absolutely insane you're just trying to decipher it the whole time but really it's just like it's just like throwing so many things at it you is it is just yeah disorienting is like the the best way to put it for sure he wakes up you get to see his double it's so it looks so fucking weird yeah, how they're in that red he wakes up and that yeah m's there and is like hey you woke up they said the double was done it's perfect uh they're taking us to go see it now and they go down, and yeah, you just see the head sticking out of the red. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then he's just like. <gasps> that part, yeah, that got me. Kayla they, jumped super hard on that. They see him, and M is just like, this is horrible. No time to waste. Time for execution. And James is like, whoa. This yeah. Is, this is kind of cool. Yeah, James be like throughout the whole movie. He's <laughs> like, this is fucking sick. This is dude. a little wacky and I like it. I get a little doubling in me. <sighs> I get a little kooky. Oh my God, dude. Um, and then, yeah, we get the, from there we go straight into the execution. Yeah, this scene was hard to watch, man. It was rough. And it's just, they're sat in the stands. Um. But then also, James, there's a James that is tied to this pole, like Attack of the Clone style. Straight up, dude. And he's just wearing like a tunic, like robe thing. Like a, like a gown, yeah. Yeah. But except the stomach is cut out of it. It's a nice little hole for poking. And a soldier walks out with this 13-year-old boy, hands him a knife, and the kid just walks up. Now this performance, dude, like how scared no, this that's, James is, yeah. is like, you just feel it in your fucking soul, yeah. man. He is pleading, absolutely pleading for his life. And dude, the knife is fucking big, dude. Yeah. It's big. Yeah. And the kid's like not showing emotion at first. But then he starts then walking he, like, towards him. Once he gets close enough to him, he starts, like, he gets a smile in his face. And, yeah, he just starts real close. He's like, I want this camera right up on it. Just just going to town. And 
James is screaming. It cuts to like them at the table or like back in the stands, and M is like hiding her face. Yeah. Like she can't see it. But James is just like. That's this is kind of sick. He's like, whoa, this is actually really, really hot. <laughs> Look at me go out there. Um, but dude, just how it's and like y- the kid's hand. Yeah, man. And it's like a puddle. Just just a puddle. Like I thought he was just gonna like get eventually just his stomach would like fall out like he'd be like disemboweled right. that's kind of like, what i thought cuts. i was waiting for that because it was so much dude and yeah isn't the the blood like an interesting shade of red it's like almost yeah like the kind of shade that i haven't really seen before it's very very like red like yeah. crimson red it was gross looking man yeah very very nasty and yeah the kid's hand is just absolutely like drenched up to like his forearm yeah in blood and then yeah they get taken away they're they, like go until he dies like they're showing you every reaction he has to each stab yeah and it's like it's the close-up of it going in his like heaving yeah it's so bad it's this it's is visceral it's rough and that's when Andrew. That was when I was like, break. I need to go get a little bit of fresh air. Yeah. Just a tiny bit. I was like, I got to breathe a little bit. I'm going to take a sip of my little Pepsi here. <laughs> Shit was wild, man. Um, And that just sets up how crazy this movie's about to fucking be. It, it, it's immediately Secret Society time after that. Yeah. Gabby and Elaine are like, oh, by the way, actually, we've done this lots of times before. Yeah. Yeah. Can you trust me tonight? Let's go do something. I want to introduce you to some people. My God. And then, like, thematically, what would you say the movie really becomes? Because this is when it starts to shine what it is. It's kind of like, it's just like, the no no consequences. Yeah, these people, like, they're introduced as, like, zombies. Yeah. That's how they, like, describe themselves. And they're all people who have gone through the doubling process and watched themselves be killed. Yeah. And it's like removed empathy for them. Right. Like they, it's like they like when that happened like a part of them like died. For sure. I mean they're 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 not even almost normal. It's No. It's fucking crazy. Um they just don't there's no consequences to anything anymore. No. If they get arrested, they just have a double made. Everything they're there on that island to do is for their own fucked up personal pleasure. Yep. And it's like a commentary on like the rich. Yeah, for, for sure. For sure. Um You have enough money, double, double, double. Yeah. If you're rich enough, There's you can an just ATM right in the building. They dude, the fucking ATM. Yeah, dude. Take out as much as you need. But yeah, like it, it just removes any sense of worry. So yeah. like you just become hedonistic fucking straight up they're just they're 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 keeping people like as hostage yeah for fucking shits and giggles they're, they're like oh people. let's let's go break into the resort manager's home because he is the one who told the cops what room you were in yeah dude and they break into his home and they fucking steal all these masks these like 
now that yeah ancestral like tribal masks great great production design on those things. and then you know they wear those masks and it works for james even more than like the other ones because it helps him you detach. know detach yeah conceal his humanity he's able yeah. to yeah you know because like i don't it, it's it's weird where he fits in with this group because he like, he it's like he wants to fit in with them yeah but he has empathy right exactly he wants like but he's also intrigued by the doubling process yeah and he like i I don't know like maybe it's just like this this streak of boredom he hasn't been able to write but he's still living this rich life yeah and maybe that's this inspiration coming through to him by doing this shit yeah um it's hard to say because you know the line starts to thin between who's doing what for what purpose as the movie progresses. Yeah, very much so. Um, they're all having a, a good good old laugh together for a second, but then they, they really start and then and then to it fuck turns with out James. Who they're really laughing at. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, um the the scene where they um they say that they got the detective in there, they have him beating on him, and he's yeah, you know, he's sni- he's snuffing this fucking ginger root. This yeah, this, the, root. the drug. Yeah, and they they burn this fucking root. And you and just it's like a hallucinogen. And then they do, you know, this is the other flashing light scene. My God, yeah. Uh, and it has a lot of naked Mia Goth. I swear to God, this was three minutes long. It was long, dude, and it's just an orgy. It's yeah. It got real fucking uh, James. Rough. It's Alexander Skarsgård and Mia Goth fucking while Gabby's husband is sitting at the foot of the bed, jerking off. He's hunched over like a fucking animal. It's crazy. That shocked me. Like yeah. I didn't think it was going to turn into that. I like I I didn't it's, know. And it was then it just yeah, it exactly. devolves into like a full on orgy. Everybody's involved now. Like this is his first time doing this drug, and he's like probably meeting God in his mind. Yeah, and then. Ego death and everything. Yeah, and then fucking Gabby just hops on his dick while he's fighting God in his mind. And then everything happens. We get some fucking weird imagery. They're wearing their masks. Yeah, it turns out that that dude, the the cop they were beating up, um, isn't a cop. Turns out, oh, it's you. Yeah, so they have him beaten on a, a cop with a bag over his head. Oh, well, we didn't even talk about the other time that they get arrested. Yeah, that's, well, who do they, is it at the resort owner still? Yeah, because that's after they beat up the resort owner and everything. They get arrested again, and they all go through the doubling process, but we don't see it this time, which shows them all hanging out in like the the holding cell room, Yeah, and they're dude. just like having discussions about life, like nothing has happened. And then the cops come in and they're and like, they're yeah. complaining about the conditions of the waiting room. Yeah. Like, We've been waiting for so long. The like, cops like, like they're at a hotel. Yeah. The cops like, okay, well, we're going to make an example of you guys and just takes them down to the execution chamber and slits their throats. And everybody's like freaking out. And then it cuts to the stands and everybody's in the stands. And James is like, Woo! Yeah. They're all just laughing, watching themselves be fucking murdered. Um, so that happens. And then. They come up to him and they're like, hey, we got the cop that was working on your case. Yeah. Let's beat the fuck out of him. Mm-hmm. And then they take the mask off after James beats the shit out of him because they put like a bag over his head and it's revealed that it's another double of James. And this is where it gets like 
you, you've seen him wake up and you're like, who, you know, he's struggling with who he is. Yeah. Like, are you the double? Are you not? Like, yeah. what happened? They literally ask him. They're like, have you ever felt like they got the wrong you? Yeah, dude. And so he, like, leaves, goes back to his hotel room. Gabby's trying to get in. They're banging on the door. They're outside singing a song to him. I was going to say, that part is so eerie. Because it just, like, pans over to the window. And they're all, like, just He tries to leave swaying. the next day and gets on that bus. And then they fucking pull up on him. Yeah. He's on the bus trying to leave early. And they pull up and just start uh, shooting uh, at the bus. Yeah, dude. And make James come out. These fuckers stop the bus. Yeah. They pull in front of it and they're oh like, God. give us James. And then they make him fucking walk down the road in Dude. front of their car. They're like, He's you can't like... escape us. Mia Goth is like laughing at him at this point. She's like, yeah, I never read your book. It's and She's got a bottle of wine too. Yeah. Eating chicken wings. Yeah. She's just like, yeah, I never read your book. It's shitty. Uh. You suck, dick. And she's she's literally laughing at him. Mm-hmm. She reads a review, yeah, about the book to him before he tries to like. And, and it, this is where the power struggle really begins. And he just keeps getting put back in his place. Yeah, by this group of people, he tries to get the gun. Like he he actually tries to fight. And Gabby is laughing at him as yeah. he's like kind of attacking her. And then he runs away because he doesn't get the gun. Yeah, that made me so fucking mad. And he makes it to this like farmhouse and passes out. And then we get like another kind of trippy sequence where he w- he wakes up and he sees that it's the f- like the f- we we realize that this farmhouse that he's gone to yeah is the farmhouse of the man that he ran over. Of course. Why wouldn't it be? And walking up to him in this bed that he's been placed in after collapsing is the son of the man. And he's got a fucking scary smile on, dude. And he just starts cutting him again. And then he wakes up. Yeah. So now he's like, it feels like he's having delusions. Like, yeah. He's kind of going off the rails. He wakes up and he walks outside and suddenly lights flash on. Yeah. They're all there. And Gabby's like, all right, James, it's time for you to become one of us truly. And at that point, you're like, what? Because they were just like hunting him down. You're like, what is happening? She's like, you need to go undergo the final transformation. You need to kill the dog. And they're like, release the dog. And out on all fours comes Alexander Skarsgård. With a collar and leash around his neck. Fucking gimp collar, dude. And he tries to kill James. I just want to like give big props to Skarsgård for that dog performance. Yeah. Because like he, the way he made his he shoulder feral, blades dude. look. Yeah. 100%. It's crazy. Uh, and that fight scene was just fucked yeah. up, man. When James finally gets on top. Yeah. And just. I've never seen a punching scene that. Punches his head in. Yeah, dude. They took the, they took the Jared Leto fucking face punching fight scene. Yeah. And doubled it to the point where he's punching mush. Yes. He's just punching. It is mush. So visceral. And then to, to like, this is like the climax of the film. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. 
Then he resorts to infancy. Yes, he reverts back to being an infant. And Mia Goth walks up to him, cradles him, takes the blood that's on his hand that he just used to cave in the face of his own body double, opens her shirt, wipes it on her boob, and then James nurses from it. What? So Alexander Skarsgård has won two awards today. Now he shares an award with Justin Long on grown men who have been forced to breastfeed on screen. Hey. Sending you a plaque, bud. You're getting two. You're getting two of them. Good job. Holy shit, dude. Absolutely wild. I can't imagine reading the script being, you know what I mean? Insane. Nuts. And then from there, it cuts to the next day. And it's like, everybody's leaving. It's time to go back home. Did you feel jar? Like, was that a jarring cut uh, for you? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was nuts. And I think it's meant to, because you're meant to be in like James's, again, like disoriented state. I love that shot, him centered and there on each side, just talking like normal people. Yeah. They're normal just like, oh, people. what are you going to do I when mean, you go back home? Oh, Elaine's got a few business contracts he's finishing up. Uh, I'll probably just keep trying to look for more commercials to work in. Um, the one dude is talking about like writing his thesis or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. The doctor. Yeah. Uh, James is like, he's on the phone with M, who has like gone home at this point. She's yeah. been gone. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm about to get on the plane. I'm coming home. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. He gets off the phone and starts walking down with Gabby and Elaine. And, you know, Elaine shakes his hand and is like, James, it was a pleasure to meet you. You're a true friend. And then Gabby's like, hope to see you again next year. Oh, my God. And he's just like. And he's just like jaded at that point. And then it cuts and he's no longer like the plane leaves. And but then he it, didn't. And then it cuts to, yeah, he's sitting alone in the fucking airport terminal. And then it cuts to him at the fucking resort. It's like pouring on the beach. It's, yeah. it's rain season at the resort, and he's just sitting in the rain. Just dissociating more than I've ever seen anybody dissociate before. Credits. My man was so broken that he could not return to his normal life. Yeah, dude. Um, that's the movie. <laughs> that's it. That is Infinity Pool. Um, it's so good. It can be a hard watch. Yeah, but it was it was worth it. Totally worth it. I mean, the the just the idea of the story, the themes, how he utilizes the cinematography and editing to make these hyper crazy fucking yes. sequences. It was just phenomenal very good and we saw we see this shine in possessor too our yes. next subject yeah um, before we get into that what, what what would you rate infinity pool i'd probably give it i don't know i think i'm like at like a nine i think about nine maybe like 9.25 9.25 yeah yeah 
I'd sit it at an eight personally. I really, I really liked it, even though there were scenes where I had to like walk out and like catch my breath for a minute. I you, still you respected really enjoyed that. It. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really Respect. enjoyed. Yeah, um, love Mia Goth and I love Alexander Skarsgård, man. Yeah, and to see them come together in these performances, her fresh out of Pearl, him fresh out of the Northmen, very, very, and just cool. make this crazy ass movie. Um, g- great, it was great. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, left us wanting more, so much so that we... Uh, then we were like, hey, what other movies has this dude made? Yeah, man, 2020, Possessor came out, and uh, we picked it up on Hulu, started that shit. How, like, what what uh, parallels do you draw between the two? I mean, uh, do you want to have a non-spoiler discussion first, or just kind of go into Possessor? Um, it's been out, out for it's a It's been second, out for so. a few years. I think we could probably just go into it. We'll jump we'll, into we'll, it. You know, I can throw up another spoiler warning right here. So just go check it out. It's on Hulu. So, I mean, you can watch it and then come it's right back. It's not super long. Yeah, no, it's only like an hour 40. Yeah, definitely do. So you can go watch that and then come back to right here, and then you can join us for our discussion. Yeah, yeah. Um, as as far as like the, like similar themes go, yeah. definitely a sense of like um, identity crisis. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, Probably even more so in this movie. Very much so, I um, think. The the um, it's no longer just am I me? It's yeah. I'm I somebody myself? that I'm not. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Um, shit, and and he has the same kind of shots, like definitely like face hugging left frame with all the space. In the yes, because this character is really fucked up, dude. Voss, this main yeah. character Voss is fucking. She's got problems. She's man. an assassin, and, and she's trying to bury them. Yeah. So the premise is really what also yeah pulled me it's in. It's just really like, fast. hey, what if you were? What if we made a movie about an assassin who completes her hits by possessing her target, not her targets, but by possessing people, and then using them to carry out the hit? Basically, yeah. she uses other human beings as her weapons. Yeah. So it's like there's no tracing, no tracing at all back to. They who establish did it. a narrative each oh time. God. Yeah, and, and, and you have to act that out. You have yeah. she has to be this person for, for like, like a number two of days. days, like two three days before they can carry out the hit. I can't imagine like that is so fucking stressful, and it just has to destroy your sense of personality. Yeah, for sure. Like you lose the ability to like interact, and she does. You definitely see that. I mean, and they like, and every time she does it, she has to go through one of those like, uh, like, like the a personality exam. Yeah, like make sure that she's still her. It's just crazy. I liked that idea too. Yeah, the 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 aesthetic of like the film and like how the the machinery works. Like has almost a seventies kind of yeah, vibe. Yeah, it's of like an, it's like a retro futurism vibe. Really liked that. I thought that was a good choice instead of like making ne- it like neon super, lights and yeah, like yeah, 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 super just over dramatic. I liked the simplicity. Like the therapist of that. chairs and shit. Yeah, 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 it was really cool. Um, I just love that premise. It's and it shows you how fucked up that can be. Right off the bat, I mean, it yes. starts out with a hit. The movie opens heavy. Yeah, starts out with a hit. She and it's and it is, you know, right, we're right back on our infinity pool bullshit where yeah. she just goes to town on this man. And she's and the worst part about it is that she's given a gun. 
the gun, and I think the gun is like supposed to be part of the narrative too. Yeah, like, she was supposed to shoot the target. Yeah, but she instead grabs like a table knife and just slashes his throat, and then like gets in on him and just stabs him like forty eight times. I, it's it's got to be more than than even in Infinity Pool because she's quick, man. She's yeah. Like, in his white shirt. Mm-hmm. She's just... covered in blood. There's like a oh. huge pool of blood under them. Yeah. And then she gets up and pulls the gun out and can't fucking kill herself. She can't do it. It's crazy. Yeah, that's so... You get pulled out of the person like right she's before like, you... She's like, pull me out. She says it. Yeah. And then can't do it. That's so interesting to me. I still don't didn't really nail down why she can't do that to herself. I guess maybe just, like, the mental strain of killing yourself yeah. would be too much, I guess. So she tries to do, like, suicide. She does a suicide by cop. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then her handler is like, why did you do that? Yeah. She's like, don't fucking worry about it. Because, <laughs> like, she's she's known. She's, like, a top agent. She's, like, a top agent for this thing. So it's, like, I think I tried to draw the line that maybe it's, like, this family... She's trying to get reinvolved with her yeah, family. Yeah, and so. that's what's kind of taking her out of being fully committed. Right, but even by the end of the movie, you figure out that she she was just using the family as an excuse almost. Yeah. It feels like. Yeah. Um, she just completely, you know, by the end she severs it after mm-hmm. a whole bunch of shit happens. But yeah. It's crazy, and she did a great performance, man. I've never seen her in anything. And it was no, really me either. Um. <coughs> Yeah, they, and then they go from that. She's like, okay, well, I want to I get a little bit of time off to spend with my family. Um, she goes to her family. And, dude, the scene, that scene of her, like, standing outside, hitting her vape, rehearsing her lines. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Because that's what she does with her targets to try to get in their, like, emotional state. <coughs> yeah, dude. She's like, hi, darling. Hi, darling. Hi, darling. Oh, hi, darling. Just like trying to pinpoint down the mm-hmm. right one. Absolutely starving. Oh, yes, I'm absolutely What's starving. that you've got there? What's that you've got there? <clears throat> she can't separate who she's become with work yeah. and like this home life that she's trying to get back. And <clears throat> she, you know, they have, he, she has sex with her ex husband mm-hmm. or her husband that she's separated from or whatever boyfriend now whatever they are i don't know but yeah she has a small moment with her son oh i like this because um the movie opens up with her her character that she's possessed has um like dreads or cornrows going back and she's like twirling her hair (coughs) yeah as she's watching tv with her son almost in in that kind of like fashion as if you're yeah. going to braid it down like that yeah yeah i found yeah. that to be really interesting um so she's that's it's that she can't fully separate from who mm-hmm. she's become sometimes yeah and i really like that idea very cool uh and then yeah she they have you know people over for dinner and then she's like send them home and then they yeah. fuck and she's just like dead inside like yeah Yeah. Um, she's just not there. You know what I mean? And then the next day, she's like, hey, boss, sorry about yesterday. I don't think I was fully back yet. Uh, I'm ready for the next job. Yeah, she and was then, saying she wanted some time, and now she's like, one day home. She's like, no. Yeah. Uh, I want to be killing people. Yes. Just, uh, yeah. 
And then she does. She gets, you know, they're like, okay, this is a very important job. Uh, you're going to take over this guy who is dating uh, Sean Bean's daughter. Yep. CEO of, like, this, this like, tech and, company. Yeah. Um, and his job is fucked. His <laughs> job is to sort through people's personal uh, data, i.e. webcams. It's a lot, yeah. Uh, and, like, see, like, okay, you're on curtains today. You're on curtains and blinds. And you just, you're flipping through all these different videos, and you're like, okay, black curtains, white blinds, no curtains, no blinds. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's, like, an actual fucking sex scene going on. It's, like, 100%. Like, you see everything. I, I was... I know dudes, it's like an uncut hanging, movie, but dudes hanging dick, chicks hanging boob, and they're slapping together, you know. And meanwhile, this dude, like, it, while she is possessing him, she's like yeah. entranced. She can't look away from it. And then the boss comes in and is like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, you just hear him like, "Yeah." He's like, "Huh? Oh, sorry." You're moving slow as fuck today, boss. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's his job, and he's dating the daughter of the CEO of the company. Yeah, who is Sean? The target, and he's the target. And the narrative is that like they okay, so like the dude, you, you, the guy you're possessing, and his girlfriend are both like major cokeheads. Yeah. Yep. So the narrative is that you're going to become irritable over drugs, um, culminating in you killing. Sean Bean and his daughter, and then yourself. Yeah. So you have to live as this target for like three days. It's so fucked up. You got to get to know this person that you're planning to kill. Yeah. Um. It's crazy spending time with those characters and seeing like the like Ava's character being like, "What's wrong? Are, yeah, what's like wrong. You've with gone. You? Yeah. You've gone strange on me. Like yeah. instantly. Yeah. So it, it's really tense when you're trying to see, you know, are they going to figure it out? They don't. No. Um, but then also we're having Voss struggling with keeping her link. Yeah. Like, dude well, is resisting. The, the, His name is um, Colin in the movie. Yeah. yeah. The whole, and that, that scene where she gets put inside of him. Yeah, we is, didn't talk is about that. just like, it's, it's another one of those crazy visual scenes like in Infinity Pool when he's being doubled. Yes. Very super trippy, super visual. You're watching like a a wax sculpture like of herself melt away and be replaced with him. And it and it's all happening inside a void. Like I loved that wax sequence. Yeah. It's like she melts away and then it, it and then it's like they reversed him melting and it looks yeah. like he's being built up. Yes. And she's like pos- such a you cool, know, possessing him. Yeah. Such a cool visual representation. And and how it looks recalls back to how they made that sequence look sequence look. When like Colin's character is like fighting back for control yes, yeah. over the possession, and they're like splitting almost very much, dude. No, yeah, the practical effects when that happens, yeah, dude. Oh my god, um, they'll cut to scenes real quick when it's not him; it's her in his clothes, yeah. like holding a gun, and yep. it just—it's so effective. It's really good. So yeah, the I mean, the whole thing is you know she carry she's supposed to carry out this hit, and she. You know, the night of this big party, she he blows up in the party and yeah, uh, gets kicked out, and then he goes back in later. Specifically, doesn't use the gun that he, that she has. 
until afterwards. This is more violent than Infinity Pool gets. a fireplace poker and just goes to town on Sean Bean. I love the scene where she just walks in at first and sits down and is staring at him. And he's like, he's what the drink, fuck? He's, he's like, what drunk. the fuck is this? Yeah. He's like, what are you doing here? And then the gun comes out. And he's like, get the fuck out before I call the police. Yeah. He's he's remaining very calm, which is crazy. Yeah, and then he's just like, you're not going to do anything with that. I'm going to bed. Yeah. And he gets up to walk away, and that's when the fireplace poker comes out. Catch him in his leg first. And then, dude, it gets so fucked up. Poker through the mouth. Is he? Does he start by just whacking his head? I think he and gets then, like a head whack in. He gets like so the, much blood, dude. The poke through the like the rip through the face, and then like you know stuffed it down his throat. And there's blood just gargling up <laughs> it's, through his mouth. It's very violent. It's I had to look violent. away a lot on this, and then like I, I I peeked back, and you just see it going into his eye. And then she's twisting it too, and. This character's fucked up. She loves this shit. It's crazy. And then the daughter walks in and is like, what the, what has happened? And then he just, yeah, she just picks up the gun and goes, so fast. Flap. Oh my God. And then walks up to her because she's still alive and flap. And then that's when we get like the first, uh, Well, she tries to put the gun in her mouth to kill herself. And she can't. And she can't. And that's when we get the first section of, like, break. Yeah. Where Colin comes back in control. Yeah. And can you imagine? I feel like like he's seeing what's happening, but he's... Yeah, he's just riding passengers. It's like he's in the sunken place. Yeah, no, he's he's, he's riding in the passenger seat. For sure. Um, And he just watched all that, like... God. It breaks a dude. He's he's instantly like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and then he goes to his his fucking the one chick's house and is yeah. like, I, I did it for us, I did it for us, uh, I did it so I could be with you. He's so fucked up too. Like it's like he doesn't even know what to say. It's like she's like, what? Yeah. He's like, I just need a place to stay. And she's like, okay, you can stay here for two days. And sometimes even in these scenes, I was trying to guess who was who. Who's who? Like yeah. if Colin was control or Voss was in control. And then it becomes pretty apparent once once Voss kicks back in. Yeah. She's like, okay, I'm going to go take a shower. Yup. And then Voss just fucking... Bam. And then Colin... They, it's like they share hallucinations almost yeah. to a degree. Because mm-hmm. Colin like sees in her mind exactly where she lives. Yes. Well, and her, before her that, family lives. I mean, before that, he's he's back to sitting on the. Uh, or Voss is just watching TV. Yeah. And then there's the knock at the door. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the one dude comes and he's like, "Hey, I'm 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 I was a plant. Yeah. I'm, I'm with the." I'm with the assassination company. Right. Your boss sent me here to make sure that your link is okay. Yeah, because yeah, because Colin pulls the fucking, he pulls it out. There's a brain link that goes into the possessed. And yeah, he pulls it out, and the dude comes in and he like hooks Colin back up, and it's like, okay, this is going to be a temporary fix. You don't have a lot of time before you know you lose control again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then during that, 
dude, that scene where she's got the plug in and he's turning the dials and it keeps switching from the from like the room to like yeah. the red room and yeah. Colin is there and he's just getting closer. Oh my and god. Closer. Yeah. And then he climbs on the bed and just starts choking her. It's so cool, dude. Oh, so my cool. God. And then you get a whole bunch of cuts and then uh you wake up and uh he's dead. The the tech guy. Yep. Boss's hands are bloody, or well, Colin's hands are bloody. Mm-hmm. Colin's in control again. And he's like, Oh yeah, I know where you live. I love this internal struggle between them. It's just really cool. It's just a cool fucking idea for a sci-fi flick. Yes. And then, yeah, that's when, like, shit pops off. That's when, like, it it hits the fan. We get Colin shows up at the house. He meets the the son. He's like, oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah. And then the dad is like, come back inside. They show up at night. He shows up at night and knocks on the door and is like, hey, I'm looking for Voss. I'm her friend. And the dude's like, uh... Husband's like, yeah, no, she's not here. She's actually on work. And he goes to shut the door, and he, like, forces himself in. Yeah, yeah, he's like, where is she? Pulls the gun out. Like, Tell me where she is. And then they get into a fight. Yeah. And uh, he ends up getting him down on the table, holding the gun at him. Yeah. I love that he's screaming at Boss. He's like, you see this, you fucking He's bitch. like, I'll fucking do it. I'm going to fucking do it. And then, yeah, the husband dies. Boss be like, fuck it. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she literally appears. Oh. And is like, go ahead. And puts her hand on the gun, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, he gets shot. And then, blap out of nowhere as yeah. uh, the kid appears. Or, no, that's what it is. She... Colin tries to kill herself at that point again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, while they're struggling, the sun appears and just goes. Whoosh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then Colin instantly blap, 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 and just shoots the shit out of this kid. That well, was... first it's one shot. Yeah. And then it like cuts to Voss in his clothes again, in his clothes again, as she like screams and then just unloads on this, on her son and like blows his the back of his head out. I had, yeah, I I had to close my eyes. I was like, this is fucked. And then you just hear the kids say, pull me out. Yeah. That was wild. And then Colin dies. She's pulled out, and it's revealed that uh, her boss was inside her son. Mm-hmm. Possessed her son in order to get her out. Fucking insane. And then they do that personality test again at the end, and she's, like, lost her empathy. Uh, completely. So, yeah, this, this, like, loss of empathy, dude, like, definitely renowned through both films. Yeah, for sure. And they it's just, crazy. They just look at each other. And it's like they Very move good. forward. Yep. Yeah. Just like an infinity pool. Yep. These antagonistic people move forward like nothing happened. It's crazy. Not a fan of like happy ending endings. No, um, no. He's very real about how that <laughs> shit works. Very much so. Two great movies, Possessor 
I really like Infinity Pool. I think Possessor's Concept. Oh, that's both so cool, but I, I really like Possessor's Concept. That it's that a really cool yeah. battle between mm-hmm. two people fighting over a body. Yeah. Um, I'd probably give this one like an eight point five. I was gonna say, I think I'm right there with you on eight point five. Yeah. Did you give you gave Infinity? I gave Pool Infinity Pool a little bit uh, up on that one for yeah. you. I totally understand that. Um, just crazy movies, both of them. Very good, very good. I, I definitely recommend if you like fucked up movies because these are yeah. just there's no other way to say it. Yeah. They're fucked up. They're not like it's not like a family movie. You don't no, watch it. You don't watch this one with mom. No, lots of crazy fucking shit. Um, definitely check them out if you are into this kind of vibe. Yeah, let us know what you guys thought of them. For sure, like, subscribe, comment. You know, have some conversations with Hit us. That motherfucking bell. Hit it. We've got episodes coming out every Monday, and we are currently working on new content to get you guys possible gaming, possible board games. Whoa! whoa if you're listening, what do you whoa. think? That'd be cool. Hit I us up. Think. I think so too, man. All right, guys, that was all we got for you today. Thanks so much for sticking around. I am Zach Gosen. I'm Andrew Hall. This was the StoryWorks Podcast. Until next time. Sayonara. Sayonara.